Some people clap on a one and three. Some people clap on a two and four. Some people don't join at all because they got no rhythm, and that's all right. Some people, they drink too much. Some people don't drink enough. Some people are just like me. I hope y'all forgive them. I'm like Scott and Tommy Corbins. I'm like Pete Southtown, Zan Zan. I'm always speaking my mind, but I'm better off by my tongue. I'm a bad show at the wrong time. Still, I'm a legend of my own mind. I'm good for the song, but I'm not for Welcome to another episode of Zero Ales and Hockey Tales with Wally. And today, I am so excited to have on a 45-year-old from the Shed's Honey Hole, Cardiff, Wales. His hockey journey has been entirely with my Cardiff Devils. He also has a passion for coaching, like yours truly, and has been an instructor at the legendary Hendrix Hockey, like yourself, or like myself, sorry. He does sponsor the Cardiff Devils and the other Wally, Shed Guy Josh Waller, because he is running amok of the courier industry with the powerhouse squad, Black Kite Couriers. And he is about to make a little boy's dreams come true, making money talking to my friends in my shed. Welcome, Neil Parker. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Wally? How are you, sir? Nice to meet you. Uh, uh, nice to meet you. It's, um, it's crazy huh, that um, I've been following you at the shed for some time since you started. And... Um, few messages in exchange back and forth and then all of a sudden i'm sitting in my uh, dining room on the shed <laughs> in the shed with you in the shed for lunch hour it's the uh, last person i thought would be in there oh it is so fun um no yeah I, I have just as many notes for you as anybody else it's not about the hockey career you know, know it's all, about all sorts yeah i like having people that uh make an impact on my life in here and when you reached out and said you want to be the main sponsor of the shed I am sure people can tell how much I like doing this. Um, I've done it for free for two years. I would continue to do it for free for another two years. But to think that people enjoy what I'm doing enough to reach out and uh, you've sponsored episodes before. And I think it's so cool when people don't tell me who to talk to, when to talk to them, how to talk to them, and that people support it and get behind what I'm doing and I can be myself. Um it is a life changer, you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and it's also a life changer in lots of ways for other people. So those people that listen, you know, it's um, it it always puts a smile on my face every time I listen to a podcast. <laughs> always, always. It always puts a smile on my face doing them. And that's what I love about this stuff. And to think that someone was actually paying me money to have this much fun. It's like to think of when it started coming out here with Pigsy. And I had no idea what I was doing. I just scribbled down some notes and we just got at chatting with each other. And it was all because I just missed my friends. And um, when the game ends and you live in a remote location and you don't have your shed guys around, um, it has been a crazy fun ride. <laughs> yeah, what a better way to connect though, huh? You're all the way over there and there's guys all over the world and you're, you're hooking and up. Guys and are everywhere, and... yeah. And yeah. Um, now everybody's back in contact. And like before I was doing this, I don't know how many guys were really texting like we are now. The boys are back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Where was for the boys? Uh, so 
how we know each other is you were a former sp- you sponsored a couple episodes. I don't know which ones because things are busy, but um, you were keep calm couriers. Now you're black yeah. kite couriers, eh? Yeah. Yeah. So um, I think I did a couple of episodes and then did um Wally. So Josh Wally, who I was sponsoring last season and again this season. That's so what bugger is. Done a couple of after that, and then it um work just got a bit crazy. And then I kind of went off the boil a little bit and I wandered around and um, yeah, I'm back. Yeah. Well, welcome back. It's nice having you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I I don't know. How, I was curious about sponsoring a jersey in Cardiff and kind of, well, yeah. I don't know how much it goes for because I, I'm a Devils fan, everyone, but the Manchester Storm remind me of the 2014-15 Devils and I yeah. have a soft spot for them and I like all their guys yeah. and I like their shed guys. And I do cheer for them, and I'm thinking about sponsoring one of their jerseys next year. I was just yeah. curious how much it costs. <laughs> well, look, it, Todd's your guy, you know. He's um, Killer Kelman. He's a guy to speak to because at the end of the day, everybody's different, and every package they offer can tailor. I know that they tailor make um, packages to everybody, so it's you okay. know it depends what you want. If you want rink boards, if you want big banners, if you want just a player. Todd's it's a lot, lot to it then, eh? Hey, listen, you could spend an absolute fortune on that rink, just like you do spend a fortune on kids' hockey kits, like we've oh, all done. Gosh, yeah. <laughs> so that is another way we know each other is, um, well, your poster picks. but when I posted you're coming on, like you mentioned to me that you got some messages from people yeah. when they heard you're coming on, but when I posted you're coming on, uh, Hendo and Batchy just both wrote, what a great guy. And that's when you know you're having a good dude on, you know? Thank you, guys. <laughs> yeah. Shed guys, no shed guys. And then... Shed guys, no um, shed guys. So then I I sent the picture of Teddy as your son in the Hendrix yeah. hockey jersey. And I just yeah. sent it to Hendo and I said, shed guys, no shed guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was quite a few years ago. Ted's like 16 now. I think he was like, I don't know, like 11 or 12 when he did that. Or maybe 13 when he did that. Well, it's a, a cool time. jersey. So does he still have that Hendrix hockey jersey? That's a cool one. I, do you know, I haven't been to a Hendo camp for a long time because Ted doesn't play hockey anymore. He's given uh-huh. up um, just over a year ago. And it, his choice, you know. So I haven't. I only get down the rink when I'm going to watch the, the Devils obviously play or if I'm going to the Junior Devils to coach or to a game. So I haven't seen um, Hendo's new kit. I should imagine right. he's got something to do by now. Oh, yeah. Um, he does a great job. And I've also been an instructor at a Hendricks hockey camp. Uh, when yeah. I came over for Wally night, I uh, ripped it up yeah. and I had to let the kids know I still got it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my the difference is my skating skills are good, but my stick skills are garbage. And I'm sure Hendo and many other people are telling that. <laughs> <laughs> See, for me, I, I was not. There's guys that have to skate all the time. I, don't, I yeah. I'm not one of those guys. I can take six months off and be fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I played this weekend. We had a memorial game for my neighbor's brother, and um, I played hockey for the first time this year, and still got it. You win, still got it. <laughs> I was so fat, I could hardly. Yeah. <laughs> um, I could stick handle and pass and stuff, but it did go better than I thought. My knee felt better than I thought it would, and and it's like the song "I'm as good as once was as I ever was," but man, yeah. I hurt the next day. <laughs> Holy moly! <laughs> short shifts, huh? Oh yeah, <laughs> very short shifts. <laughs> Yeah, you could say conditioning became a factor again. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I was curious, though, because I know th- there's a shed family out there, and it is crazy what's gone on in the last two years. And um, yeah. <clears throat> I'm just curious because I think it would be really funny 
to for them to show you how appreciative they are that you're going to pay me in my shed to have fun. Um, what's your favorite chocolate bar? Ooh, um, well, Yorkie and Galaxy. Yorkie and Galaxy? Yeah, Yorkie and a Galaxy. Just plain Galaxy and a Yorkie. I'm trying to think who was talking. One uh, Mizey talking about that the other day. Oh, was Galaxy was Mizey. Yeah, he, I didn't. Yeah. I don't know if it ever happened in Nottingham. I lost track, right? I don't think they won the next game, so I don't know if it happened. But actually, uh, Shed enthusiast Rodney Rouse, he sent me a picture of the Galaxies, and he had bought them and was going to do it in Manchester. Mm. So yeah. I wonder if that'll catch on. But so Galaxies and Yorkies. So you're saying if, say, at the next Devils game, if they won, if Yorkies and – um. Galaxy galaxies hit the ice, then yeah. we'd know why, right? We'd know why. Yeah, <laughs> you would think, but yeah, I don't know if you'd be able to get to them, but we'd know why. <laughs> Maybe I'll just send um, a van in with a van load of them. That might work. <laughs> well, you don't have to throw the chocolates for yourself; these are for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, other question, just random: Is uh, ever been to Chippy Lane? Oh my God! I used to live there when I was younger. Yeah. So here's, here's the thing for me regarding How long has it been then? How, oh, are you saying you've outgrown um, it? No, no. I don't live in Cardiff anymore. So I live in a place called Chepstow. Mm. So I'm about um, an hour up towards England from the rink. We got a Chepstow so around the corner here too. It's weird. Yeah, it's I, I, so I know. So I hear. But yeah, I'm up in Chepstow. So I don't get out in Cardiff City Centre as much as I used to. Right. Um, but that's one of the things that I was going to bring up, funny enough, because so you call it a donair. No, how? Well, that's what Halifax calls it. A donair yeah. kebab, you call it. Yeah? Well, in Germany, it was called a donor kebab. A There's donor. no, air, okay. yeah. So that's I always called it a donor because I, I, when I was running a muck in the kebab world, it was called a donor or a yufka. The yufka yeah, yeah, was the yeah, one the in the in the wrap. My word, they get it in yeah. the pizza oven, they roll the dough yeah. fresh. Gosh, let's talk dirty. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I call it a donor. As in the the girl's name, Donna. That's what I call it. But um, Chippy Lane, it's got to be chicken curry half and half off the floor. Really? eh? Yeah. Yeah. From from Tony's. I might have to try curry again. I don't know. I might try curry again. I just, I don't know. It's the best. Do you know why they call it chicken curry off the floor? Someone's told me before, but I forget. Used to just pick it up off the bucket that was by the side of the chip fryer. And just stick it on the tray, put the gravy and the uh, the curry and the chips on. That was it. it was chicken just curry slop it on there, eh? Up it on. <laughs> oh. uh, so yeah, it doesn't give you body odor done. then. I get body odor from it from curry. I don't, I don't know. know. I'd never really sniff myself after I've had it. I'm honest right. with you. I don't know. I'd feel like yeah. I needed a shower after, but I guess I probably need a shower every time I go to Chippy Lane. Yeah. <laughs> if I've ended up down there at the end of the night, then it's probably the booze you can smell coming out of me, not the curry. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, we are going, coming for Josh Batch's testimonial and I will probably end up at Chippy Lane, right? <laughs> yeah, I'll join you. Uh, I can't wait. And I heard, uh, from Batchy that you're going to supply some, uh, transportation services. Yeah. Well, he, he chucked that in a little bit too early this afternoon because I was going to surprise you with that, but it's out now. So it's cool. Um, yeah. So, um, I reached out to Batchy, um, just a couple of days ago when we first started chatting and said, look, um, I, I'm sponsored on the Devils. We've met before, da, 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 da. 
Um, I've started a new business up and we're currently working with um, some elite league uh, hockey teams. It's a, it's basically a, a show for business, if you like, but it's a, a high-end um, executive car show for business. And um, I said, look, I know your testimony is coming up. I understand how the testimonials work, that they got to fund it themselves and, you know, it's limited money. So I said, if I can be involved in some way and help, then I'll um, I'll get involved. Yeah, well, uh, that sounds lovely. You know what I did last time to get from the airport to Cardiff? <laughs> I used the Shed family. I had the I had my my refs got me. You know, <laughs> younger well, I'll be there this younger time, so got me and then took it. me to Dino and then er yeah, and then okay. uh, and then Dino took me the rest of the way to Mizey's house and uh, they even packed some beers for me. It was a great little day. <laughs> <laughs> good good day, good day out in the car. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, so I'll be there this time for you. Well, that is lovely. I actually know there's another guy that's on the same flight as me, but I'm not. I, I don't think that one's announced. So uh, you know, maybe not allowed to say yet. No, no. no. But, uh, I'll make sure I bring um, a vehicle big enough for all the kit. <laughs> well, um, I don't plan on playing hockey again until then. So <laughs> <laughs> I guess I will bring the equipment though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't forget that. Yeah. Um, it does matter to use your own sticks and equipment, right? It's like, does it's it. like golf clubs. You can't be using other ones. You got to use your own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure thing. So were you a fan of the devils when I was there running amok? Yeah. Um, always have been, but because I wasn't really living in the city, I was going to hockey less and less and less. And, you know, back then really the streaming wasn't there. So I did fall out of it quite a, for quite a few years, but still sort of caught up on the internet and whatever else with it. But I never attention to what place we were in, but not really yeah. involved. Now I just, I don't miss a game, whether it's home or away. If I can get there, I can't. I'll watch it on the podcast. I do not miss a game ever. And I absolutely. So, so isn't glad. it fun though with the shed that you get to meet, like get to know the guys you're cheering for? Yeah, completely. It's, it's That's what I love. Like Mizey, I haven't really... I didn't know much about Mizey. I knew he was a Welsh guy. He was from Cardiff, originally born and bred. But I didn't really know much about him. And it's listening to one of his podcasts the other day, which is the one, is that the one after his testimonial? Or prior to his testimonial, maybe? We, we, I, we've done it a few times. I don't know. We did it from yeah. his camper van the day before the testimonial. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was fun. <laughs> just just nice to know, like, you know, he's he's got another job. He's a builder and he's juggling this, that and the other. And it, it's, it is nice to get an insight into the He's a the very guy. impressive person is what he is. Yeah. 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 Well, he was funny because I think he mentioned that um, he was at a wedding down in his camper van, in his, him and his wife or his partner. Yeah, with, yeah, with Piglet. Yeah. That's, that's out the back there, the way he went to. Oh, right. <laughs> and it's a small world, see it. man. When you I can see it from my house, yeah. Shed. Yeah, it is a really yeah. small world. I still remember when um, some, when my website maker guy, which we can't forget about, he is the main reason a lot of the fun stuff has happened. Thank you, Sean Collins, for everything you've done for me. He has also put up the money to get it started. He hasn't asked me for a dime with anything. He makes the clothes, he ships the clothes, and all I do is talk to people in my shed, you know? Good dude. He's a good man. Yeah, it's really cool. And then also, can't forget Lee Freeman, my uh, poster maker guy, right? Because he's been doing it voluntarily because he's a nice guy. And it gives people memories. My neighbor that came on, Holt, he's got his poster up in like a framed thing in his basement now. And like... 
it, it's memories for people that he for makes sure. these posters and then it gives me stuff to talk about too right yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i love it it's great it's uh it's good that you've got people involved and wanting to do the same thing and that's you know ultimately why i wanted to be involved as well well, and that's, uh, I guess it's the passion for stuff, right? It's kind of how the devil's organization works. Like they got a lot of volunteers around that arena, don't they? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. This, um, I know a lot of people have said it on, and I've listened to you say it so many times emotionally, but mm-hmm. I can say, you know, firsthand is, um, I've never it, got emotional once in here. <laughs> yeah, no, I know that Todd and <laughs> Katrina and the rest of the guys just like they're knockout. They're just an incredible, incredible team. And this, they can never do enough. For normal people, corporate sponsors, players, they're just, yeah, they're, they're, they're amazing down there. Well, and it's cool for a guy like me. Um, I get everybody leaves hockey teams in different circumstances, right? Like mm-hmm. when a team doesn't ask you back, you can get pretty pissed off. I left the Devils because of an injury um, is why I was done. And um, yeah, I don't know, like seeing what they've done with that organization from being in the big blue tent and how it was and what they've grown it into is uh something you know <laughs> yeah and i look as um i suppose as a supporter first and foremost like i can remember what atmospheres were like when i was sort of you know i started watching devils when i was maybe 12 and i can remember what the atmosphere was like which was always amazing but when you go down that rink now the the atmosphere in there is you know their matches are always sold out more or less they are 99 sold out the atmosphere is an incredible you know it's organized it's a a great place to be and that you know it it starts at the top starts at the top and yeah when you're in that arena like i always talk about the uk hockey culture and how i think it's the best in the world and that eihl is everybody that's in that arena is having fun you know yeah yeah, definitely. Unless their team's sucking, then they're not having as much fun. <laughs> no, but you got to—it's—you uh, got to take this rough with the smoother. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's see here. Favorite players now? Oof, now, now that are playing on the well, team now. Obviously, um, Wally. The other Wally. Gosh, he's um, he's an he's an incredible talent, and I just um, even just watching him from last season to this season. Yeah. I'm not the only person that has seen it, but I can I can see the changes in him. He's a lot more physical now. He's he's a lot more challenging. We all know he's an amazing skater. He's got amazing skill, amazing talent. So yeah. Well, how old is he to... now? He's not very old still. He's 22. Yeah, man, he's still going to be coming into his own, and uh, he's yeah. got he's got all the tools, man. I've seen yeah, him play, yeah. and I watched that uh, the Continental Cup game that was on TV, and man, he he's a player. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He, well, as you say, running amok. Yeah. So obviously, Josh first. I got to tip my hat to him. The um, current players, um, it's got to be um, Marcus um, Crawford. Crawford. Sorry, I was miles away there. Marcus Crawford, most definitely. I think he's he's such a good, talented player. I think he's amazing in D. I think he's got a. He's just a fantastic player, and it's it's really done something to the team this season. It's really lifted it up. Well, yeah, yeah. when you have a horse like that on D, like a guy that's that good, like I saw his plus minus was like plus forty five, and he was like one yeah. of the leading scorers on the team. I'm like, that's yeah. disgusting. Yeah, I was watching last night against uh, Panthers. We the Devils played home against the Panthers. I couldn't get there, but I watched it from the car in, on my laptop, and just watching him play the power play and stuff. And he's 
he's jumping in the in the zone and he's moving round and he's not just yeah he's just such such a good player. Man, really yeah. impressive. I just only watched him once and I wasn't paying that much attention to the game. I had stuff going on at the round the house, but then like I did see him get the puck once in the neutral zone and do like a spin a Rooney backhand pass to a guy yeah. coming late, and I was like, huh, no no other player on the ice was going to make that play. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, he's a good talent. Yeah, I like that. Stuff. And then, um, of course, yeah, and then Big Lou. There's, uh, they're they're my three. I think. Look, Big I Lou, love, yeah. I love the whole team. I love all the players. I think they're all. We've got an amazing, amazing team last year and this year. But if you, if I was to be asked for three, then Big Lou would be um, in no specific order. Yeah, the, Big Lou's a he's a he's a fan favorite. He plays hockey yeah. the right way, doesn't he? Oh God, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, nobody wants to anymore. When you uh, when you were telling me about some of your favorite players, you, the old school though, when you first got into the Devils, there's some mm. legendary Devils you like too, eh? Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, when John Lawless was the the start of it all, and it was great. You know, as a kid growing up, I, I so didn't how did you get into hockey? So I started um, going to the rink. So the original rink in Cardiff. They used to do like a Friday night. Right by disco. Chippy Lane. Yeah. Yeah. Right by like. How right are you? <laughs> Fridays, you finish school, you get home, get some some uh, money and off you go in, into town. Get on the bus with all your mates and you go to the Friday night disco. And that's what it was. Friday night disco. The rink was packed. Friday night up. disco on the ice. Yeah. On the I, ice, I'm man. picturing a lot of different colored lights going on and you just shaking your stuff on the ice or what? You are just skating around, and you know you're a teen, so you're chatting. Did you have a penguin? No, there was no penguins allowed. <laughs> it was. Blue I've Valley seen people skate. Time. I can't believe how many people public skate in Wales. Because you go to public skating here in town, there might yeah. be like a strange old couple acting like swans out there. But other than that, like there might be some kids playing tag, but it's not nearly as busy as you yeah. guys have it. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so, well, it still goes on now. It's still it's still in the current rink. The disco is, yeah, yeah still going in the disco on Friday night. Still going strong after all these years. <laughs> so yeah, that's um, what that age bracket favorite. are you when you're going to the disco at night on the ice? Yeah, I, are you a teenager? I, I, um, I took my my boy Teddy down there about two three years ago when he was I was still on that with him. We was we were loving it. It was great fun. <laughs> But yeah, I suppose mostly from sort of, you know, 12 or 13 years of age upwards. Right. Yeah. So that was my entry into the rink and it was a, a part of a social life. And then my um, my father used to play for a, like a rec team um, called the Cardiff Bears. And uh, they were in a lower league and they started going to the rink more, started to go into the games and then started traveling on the bus with them when they were going away in different parts of the country up and back on a Sunday. Then I got a job there. And it, yeah, it just became sort of, the rink became life, It really. You become a rink rat. Like I see it with yeah. my kids now. It's like, uh, like tonight I'll go coach and uh, my son will come along and then three of his teammates will be there, all siblings, um, watching the girls cheering us on. Yeah. And they're at the rink like every night. We're at the rink every night. My kids are rink <laughs> just, rats, just like I was. Yeah. That's what it's yeah. that's what I'm into in life right now. That's pretty much yeah. every night is at the rink. It's constant, isn't it? It's constant. When you got kids who play, it's constant. It's every day. Actually, tomorrow we're going to the Oilers against the Red Wings game. It was a Christmas present for you the really? kids. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. awesome. 
and I may or may not know the goaltending coach for the Red Wings. So <laughs> the bending former Hell Bronner Falcon Alex Westland. So oh, um, yeah, I haven't seen him since we played together in 2012 13. So I'm trying to convince him into the shed. I don't know. NHL oh. rules it might be different though. I don't know. It'd be pretty cool if you hooked up with him tomorrow, huh? That's the plan. Yeah. And yeah. then I also thought I'd try and get to like Leon Dreitzeidel through Ben Thompson, you know, because he's a shed guy. And that's why he wears number 29. And if you don't ask, you don't get, right? <laughs> so, don't ask, you don't get. You're yeah. completely wrong. Yeah. So, um, Leon, if you're listening to the shed, big guy, wouldn't like, wouldn't mind meeting you tomorrow, right? <laughs> but you're probably not listening. So it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, other sorry for players right now the one guy that just joined the team that I've had on twice and now he gets chocolate thrown for him is Fournier yeah, eh? yeah. what a guy what he's a guy, an old yeah. school throwback isn't he yeah isn't he the way he talks the way he out there. <laughs> yeah the way he skates everything about him he's just yeah I, I think he was the I think he kind of woke people up or not woke people up but he he, he came the fire. The he brought the fire. Yeah, he, he kind of let people know he was there. I, I can't remember who it was. It was the last but one game I watched at home. I think it was his second game. And that's the game where he just skated straight across center ice and just right. stared at their team. And everybody's <laughs> like, what are you doing? Nobody does that anymore. But he did. And, and, and he, he can. And he does. And he can. Yeah. And it's, yeah, and it's, it's awesome. It's, I think it's great. <laughs> I think it's great. I think it's That's hockey. Fantastic. When you're yeah. when you're laying it out there on the table, just whop. Hey, yeah. everybody, look yeah. at this. Yeah. Watch yeah. what I'm gonna do. <laughs> I'm here. I'm sticking my ass in front of the netminder. I'm standing by here. I'm waiting for it to come and I'm gonna be chopping some swords, waiting and, to tip it in. And, and that's chirping it. And everybody, he, I bet. <laughs> yeah, he, he's fantastic. He's a great character, and he's great on the ice. And I, I think it's been a, an energ- an energetic um, person into yeah. the team. And definitely. you need those guys that can be, you know, they can get the team going, and like get them fired up, get the engine rolling. You know, I remember when last his... season when they signed Riley Brandt, and there were no fans or whatever. And the first oh. game, I see this body check that literally is a season changer, right? Yeah. Stuff like that changes seasons, though. Um, and everybody I, like, who the hell is this guy? Well, it's <laughs> like if he's gonna try that hard, I better try, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, yeah. It's it's um, he, they de- well, uh, and Ryder Brand, they they both add a, a really good physicality to the game. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so then some of the older fellas, though, you said Stoney was one of your favorite players. Yeah, he was. Um, I I got the pleasure of knowing Jason. He's um. So throughout the rink, he's the lead coach for the junior system. So I, I know Jason really well. So I, I I get to spend time with him down the rink, which is nice. So it's who is he you know, coaching? Uh, he coaches like the whole junior devils. Or what so yeah, called? Jason's um Stoney's the basically the the lead for the junior system in Cardiff. Okay. So all of the um age groups for the juniors fall under Jason, and you've got individual coaches then that or a group of coaches then that go on different age groups. But yeah, I'm not uh, I'm not a hero worshipper, but you know, Jason was, Stoney was, because I'm a Cardiff guy, for Cardiff guys of his age or his era, to when he 
went pro and he was playing that the same as Chinny. It was a big deal. Like, you know, he was a, a big deal. And because he was born and raised and made it type of deal, right? Yeah, definitely. And and, and I remember end, playing in the game uh, when they retired his jersey. We ran a muck yeah. one, 10 nothing. Yeah, <laughs> and he was number 10, there. right? Yeah. Wasn't he? Yeah, it's yeah, it's a, a, a big thing. So yeah, he was a he was a, a, a definite favorite of mine. Yeah, because um I every team I go to, you'd I'd ask usually for 10 or 18, and I knew 10 was retired, right? So got 18 <laughs> ain't getting nothing Cardi. <laughs> no no and it's funny because you never know right then in denmark i'd wear 19 because 10 and 18 were were taken by by danish fellas already you know died off already or just taken i don't know i just wore 19 you know i don't know yeah, yeah. um okay so what else do i got though um for poster picks okay let's get <laughs> yeah. into that yeah. the first picture that came through was uh I guess it would have been Teddy working with Hendo. I wouldn't yeah. mind calling him Teddy Toe Drag because he was really yeah. toe drag in that puck, eh? Toad Teddy Toe Drag. <laughs> I showed I showed him the toe photo. Drag Teddy. <laughs> yeah, Toe Drag Teddy. I showed him the photo um when I sent it over and he was like, Have you really sent that to him? I was like, Yeah, he's like, Oh my god, what are you doing? That's I, a toe drag. Yeah, it's a toe drag. That's um so Hendo I used to take Ted down when Hendo was doing one-to-ones in the mornings. So I used to wake Ted up at like 4.30 a.m. to get him down to the rink for uh, five, six o'clock to go and have an hour on the ice and then bust him back, get him in the shower and get him to school. You were what? You were getting him on the ice for 5.30 in the morning to work one-on-one with Hendo? Down the rink to be on the ice for six o'clock to have an hour one-to-one with Hendo, yeah. Hendo was getting up at that time too? Oh, yeah, but he only had to walk, didn't he? He was living close. Right, but sometimes yeah. Hendo could hardly make practice at 10 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was... Uh, sometimes he was he'd have to put, the uh, like, the cold stuff on his neck. So, you know, when he first got over to Cardiff, you know, because, yeah. you know, it was hard to get up for some of those practices. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to do with the, with the night before, of course. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> so, yeah, that was Ted with Hendo, yeah. Um, okay. And so Hendo's doing a great job. And that's one other cool part of, for me from the shed over here. I get to see all this cool stuff happen is like in the big blue tent, there's just like the public skating. And, and then there was some skating schools like Sam Mott had his, but yeah, there's no like real it. hockey instructional, like someone mm-hmm. really taking the bull by the horns and teaching yeah. the kids how to hockey and yeah. Hendo's doing that. Yeah, and it, you know the the place he's got in the rink there, the room, which um I don't know if, if you've seen the rooms. I have, came yeah, up yeah. You know he he's got um he's got a setup. Go. Yeah, amazing setup. The juniors can go there, and they they're set days and set times. So before or after their um age group training, he's got a proper system set up. You know, it, it, the, he's he's really made a massive impact and a massive difference when it comes to developing kids in Cardiff and all over the country, but on a one-to-one level in Cardiff. Yeah. Well, coaching is important and it can make a big impact on kids who their coaches are. Yeah. And when it comes to from an ex-pro as well, that's, that's even more so. And to think of all the fun you can have in the shed is like, I, I got to shout out Graham Mosey. He was, after he came on, he sent me a couple hundred bucks and said, for your girls, um, yeah. make sure you make it fun. And yeah. 
with that and the raffle, we turned it into two ales and hockey tails, mini sticks with their names and numbers and their own curve. And um, we got shirts with their names and numbers. And like some of the parents are telling me like their kids can't stop telling everybody about their mini stick and this and that. And yeah, awesome. it's uh heartwarming, the fun you can have in your shed. Having fun. Yeah. Fun is fun. <laughs> fun is fun. And thank you, Graham. Thanks for being a shed guy. You know, <laughs> I am making it fun. I'm doing the best I can to make it fun. You know? Yeah. You're doing a good job. Doing a good uh, job. Anywho. Um, okay. So the other uh, poster pick that was Teddy, where he's wearing the Hendricks yeah. hockey Jersey. He's in his hockey stance there. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. That That's powerful hockey stance. A little bit better then. Need a little bit more knee bend, Teddy. Toe drag, <laughs> Teddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he developed quite. He developed quite well after after a, a few years. You know, he, it's a shame he stopped, but it's, that was his own choice. It's cool, it's no problem. He's that yeah, age. Yeah, well, at that age, right? They probably get into there. I mean, it, there's different kids at different ages that get into different stuff, and then there's the Girls guys that are like, man. yeah, there's a lot of other things out there that can yeah. sidetrack you at that age, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> but it's cool you know it's it's no drama it, it, he enjoyed he really enjoyed it when he was doing it and that's he gave it you know everything he could do and that's all i was interested in oh yeah um okay poster pick of the family you guys are all dolled up it looks like you're at a beach somewhere yeah it's barbados that was um oh. myself and helen's uh wedding day oh congratulations yeah, how long ago was that then uh that was only five years ago five years ago we didn't um we didn't get married straight away. Um so we all went, there was a lot of us went out. There was twenty-three of us, I think, family and friends went out all for a uh, ten days. I think it was a two week holiday. And at the same time we had our uh, ceremony out there. Oh, that's lovely. all yeah, inclusive was... type resort, like just running yeah. amok, eating all drinking. inclusive resort and just just chilled, enjoyed the sun, enjoyed the enjoyed the sea and the surroundings and everybody's company was cool. Okay, so Teddy was wearing on his Cardiff Junior Devils jersey was wearing number ninety three. Don't yeah. tell me that's because of Doug Clarkson. No, he wouldn't have known who Doug Clarkson was. I really wish he would have. <laughs> I could lie and tell you it was, but it wasn't. Darn it! He I wish it was. The list. He just went down the list of numbers available. He went, I like ninety three. So well, Doug Gilmore, then Doug Clarkson, now Teddy yeah. Toe Drag Teddy, yeah. right? Yeah. Toe Drag Teddy. <laughs> Uh, but I did see the pictures of him with the trophy um, and then a picture of you guys hugging on the ice and then yeah. a team picture with the trophy. Isn't winning fun? Oh my God. Watching so your kid fun. win is really fun. Yeah, so much fun. Just being involved in, in the junior system down there is, it, it's just, it's, it's made a massive difference to me as an individual, as a person. Me Even too. though Teddy doesn't go there anymore, I still go down and coach, and I I, I want to continue to do that. And it, it does make a massive difference. It does make a huge difference. Yeah, I really like coaching. I have a real passion for it. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it's neat, yeah, right? I, I gave out the mini sticks, and a girl on my team, Shed Gal Taylor, told the girls that we have the best coach in the world. <laughs> It didn't even mean that much, you know? Yeah, but listen, you know, it's that's it's those little things that make you feel appreciated that you're doing something right, you know? Yeah, and they need the right people 
coaching and I, you seem to be like the right type of person you need coaching and um, yeah I um have you, I suppose the question sometimes is have you got to have a hockey background and have you got to be you know the best skater the best stick handler to be a hockey coach uh, I, my own personal opinion is no yeah I'm a hockey dad and um but I am I I'm I'm Neil you know what I'm yeah. I've got uh, life experience um I've got um, an ability to get on with kids and be able to turn to the kids who need a bit more development than others. I can understand where people have got difficulties, not just of how with with the inside edge or their stick handling, where they're struggling with things. And that time on the ice for them is a massive, massive part of their life. And if you can do anything at all to make that difference, then it's a good thing yeah, for me. Yes. It- it's just so cool seeing them learn how to hockey and not yeah. just the skill side of it, but then the teammate side of it. There's so many things, right, that you see them grow yeah. at that. It's yeah. not just about how hard they can shoot it or stick handle. It's like how much how good of a teammate are you? And when I see my last two teams here come together as teams and be mm. a team, um, I I actually and I'm not. I'm not, don't think I'm crazy. I think I'm better at coaching than I was at playing. Yeah. Well, you got, if you've got the ability to apply things differently, haven't you? Because yeah, you're able to, I, and I could do the skill stuff it, and I could be that way. type of coach, but like, I really enjoy teaching people how to be teammates and like how to hockey, you know, yeah. properly. Yeah. And that's what it's about. We got to, they got to realize that they got to have fun. They got to realize when they get to a certain age that they, they got a, a responsibility within their team. And yeah. they've got a role to play. And their role is important, whether you're yeah. the penalty killer, third liner, or the, the scorer yeah. on the first line. It's very important. You got to feel important. It's the same in any job, right? Like yeah. any any business. Everybody <clears throat> needs to be important, feel important, or else they're not going to enjoy it. That's right. And like the group, the, the age group I'm with now is which are under 18s or under 19s, I suppose you would you would call it. You know, they, that's the same age group. That's the same bunch of kids and some others that Ted was originally playing with right and they're still they're still there now and i've seen them sort of go from 13 to 16 17 and you 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 see how they change like in the changing room before when they were 13 they'd be messing about and dicking around and whatever else and not taking it 100 seriously then get any the ice and it's like oh we're one nil down already because we weren't ready but now you see them and they're in the changing room and they're in their zone they they do they've got their systems of doing their laces and how to get change first and all that stuff but they're in the zone you know that you yeah, can see they're right into it yeah you can see that they're there to to participate to take part and yeah. to win you know? and it's a good thing it's, it's really really good to see it's yeah, for me it was like <clears throat> my son's team like i've raised those kids like the core of the team since they were puppies mm. and uh I was not fortunate enough to be able to be involved this year. Um, and um, it's really hard for me to watch and have no control over and not be able to help them. And then like I'm standing there at the glass and like the kids That's I coached, good. the way they look yeah. at me and I see them look at me and they're, they're like, I'll do anything for you. And they give me fist bumps through the glass and like they were in overtime there yesterday and like I'm standing there by a face off and the kids would come up to me and look at me and be like, I'm tired. And I'm like, man, you got this. Let's go. Yeah, and like, yeah. 
Um, that's tough. That's tough to stand on the other side of the plexi when you've been on the bench and you know you can make a difference and motivate them with just a few words or a smile or whatever. Uh, it's it's harder the than you can even imagine. But then the good part is, is they have done a lot of winning this year. So that makes it somewhat easier. But it's like, I knew they were ready to win. They're winners. I got a group of winners that have grown up together. They'll do anything for each other. They 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 know how to win. They know what it's about. And I know that, and it makes it a little easier to watch, I guess. Well, there's always next season. You never know. Right. Just put your name in and hope for the best, right? <laughs> Stick it in the hat. <laughs> Just the trick is to put your name in a few more times. So you go I, I think so. I think um if I go 0 for 3 in minor hockey coaching yeah. applications, folks, that's three strikes. You might be out. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, but um Anywho, I'll put my name in again, see how she goes, right? I do know that um, talking about hockey, I can get chocolate thrown out on the ice all over the world and um, bring people together. And my two teams I have had have been as tight as teams can get. Um, That's what I know, but uh, we'll see how it goes, right? Yeah, it goes. (laughs) You've always got another season, don't worry about that. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Just do your best, forget the rest. Right. But actually coach, I'm actually, it's great how everything's worked out that I got to coach my daughter's team because we are having the, I'm, I love it. I absolutely love it. And I I love seeing them get a passion for hockey and they're turning into hockey gals and they don't even know it. And I'm watching it. (laughs) Running amok. Yeah. Uh, Okay. What else do I got? So one of your poster picks though was, a two ales and hockey tails shirt. And I even saw that Sean Collins, good attention to detail, even threw in a thank you for the support with a little yeah. thing in there too, right? You did, yeah. I still got the t-shirt somewhere. I don't know where it is, but I so still got it. So you ordered a shirt off ales, two ales, or what is aleshockeytails.com. Yeah. Right? There is an yeah, online yeah. store, folks, that I never bring up. And there's a raffle right now to help pay for travel fees. Two batches testimonial. It's Gratz 99ers team side jersey, right? All right, guys. Air flights are not cheap. We've only, we've sold 48 tickets for the raffle folks. So it's a very winnable Jersey. <laughs> very winnable. Right. Yeah. So I did, I ordered off the internet. It, Sean's a good guy. Um, I remember him reaching out to me and uh, saying that um, just checking the sizes and this, that, and the other. And if I wanted anything else, he's, uh, he's done a really good job. Yeah. Like he's just, he's great. People helping people. It's a powerful yeah. thing. Right. That's what it's about. Um, and the other thing that just came up that I almost made my heart explode yesterday was, I hope I don't say the name wrong, but Hiro, um, was at the devil's game. It looks like, and pulled up her devil's Jersey or sorry, his devil's Jersey and, um, had a two L's and hockey tails with Wally, the root beer shirt on the kids friendly one. Right. And a batchy testimonial to God. And that just, it made my heart want to explode. seeing yeah. a kid wearing that logo on the other side of the world and the logo's made from lee who does it voluntarily because he's a nice guy and all the nice people that have made all this possible right yeah and you go down the rink and there's more and more of it appearing now every time you go down there's more people with the it um, actually can make your heart explode i think because it almost has a few times here in a couple years (laughs) Yeah, you gotta get a gotta get a shed shop open over this side. That's what you need. 
Well, so they got I they got uh, the website and he'll send it right to you, right, folks? You just got to get yeah. to aleshockeytales.com. But I think we should have a pop-up stand at a game. I think people yeah. really buy stuff then. Definitely. Know? That's the way. Shed shop. Shed shop. Pop-up Shed stand. Okay. Uh, yeah. Poster picks. Who is the boxer? Uh, boxer is Eddie. Eddie Avoth. Uh, that's my father-in-law, uh, Teddy's grandfather. Really? Eddie was um so you got two picks there, one of him being held up, I think. Is that right? The yeah, younger Yeah, he looks like he had ran a muck. Yeah, he um Eddie's my father-in-law, uh, Eddie's grandfather. He was the British and Commonwealth light heavyweight champion. Really? Um back in the 60s now. Um, but uh, just an amazing character, you know, amazing character, amazing sports person. Um, and even still now he's very well recognized for his achievements. That's cool. Yeah, so, what, did yeah. he do it professionally? Like, was that his job? Oh yeah, they was a, that was his. He was a pro. He was a pro boxer. Yeah, yeah 50, 53 fights, forty four wins, twenty by KO. I think it was. So, what um, was the record? He had he did fifty four fights. Yeah. So fifty four pro fights, forty four wins, and twenty of those were by knockout. Wow. That's when boxing was boxing. Was not big. like it is yeah. Now. But yeah, they. The pro boxers these t- days, they have, you know, they might have three fights a year. And you know, he was these... mucking it up like monthly yeah. or what? <laughs> Fighting twice a week sometimes, you know, that's what <laughs> it was. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I included him play in hockey definitely too, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I included him in there because he's, he, he's a, his family, he's a personality and, it, you know, sport related. And oh, that's when, cool. Yeah, when it comes to Teddy, um, he had a lot of influence on Ted with his with his sport and his his physicality and stuff like that. So yeah, they say genes are a thing. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Any next one? There's, I'm guessing it's Teddy. Is he? He's on a half pipe skateboarding. Yeah, <laughs> that looks like an injury waiting to happen. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he he started he was skateboarding when he was playing hockey and it's um that's what he when he went away from hockey that's where he started doing more. He started doing more skateboarding. Uh, skating and that was his thing, you know, the style of fashion, the skating and the the mental thing with him of just like trying to nail everything to do with it and this, he still does it now. Hey, passions passions whatever you're into. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, what was the one? It's like a dune buggy um, with a big video camera, like a big arm with a video camera off the side of it. What was yeah, that? Yeah. So um, with work, we um, we do, we've kind of specialized in TV and film. So we work with a lot of TV and film companies across the UK and in Europe, where we um, because it's a, it's a transport company. Um, so we work with a lot of TV and film productions and that one was, um, a Disney Lucasfilm that we worked on, uh, the year before last. And those machines that you see there, we brought the machines in, um, so that they could set those camera rigs, they're called up on the back of them and bomb along the Brecon beacons and do filming. Yeah. Cause they would have been rip it. And then they're also being able to video the people in the yeah. car. That was a pr- quite right, the yeah. setup. So if you're driving around with, or if you guys are getting the Disney folks around, do you think you could let them know we need to make a a Team GP Disney movie? Like I don't well, know what they're doing, Insta, but you never know. Like what are they doing? Like we already wrote the script. We want back to back goals, right? Like what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> 
Matthew yeah, McConaughey is Matthew off. Myers, right? <laughs> like, send me the simple. script. I'll see if I can pass it in the right direction. <laughs> yeah, we like, and then like, it can be as real as it gets, folks. Then like, Johanna can have like bad toes, right? And yeah. <laughs> it can be as real as it could be. <laughs> Who would Hendo play? Would Hendo? He's not on that team. I guess he'd, no. be, he'd be in Cardiff, maybe trading yeah, kids. Yeah, maybe that'd be a yeah. part of the. Maybe he could get in there. Maybe get in there. Yeah. You'd have to try and get him in there somehow. <laughs> well, yeah, he keeps doing what he's doing, right? Then he'll be training the next wave of kids playing for Team GB, right? Got it. You got it. Neat stuff, right? Um, okay, so, yeah, you get into the movies then, eh? See, so you, you meet, like, the fancy people then. Yeah, I I, not, I don't really get starstruck, but, yeah, there's, you know, you, you meet lots of different talent, um, different actors and actresses and whatever else. And, you get some tough yeah, personalities? Uh, no, not I've never really come up against anything that I, you know, can't um, right. deal with myself. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it, it, yeah, it, it, you see all sorts of different people. It, you just, uh, it's just part of the job, and you just go with it. Right. Okay. And then, what's the uh, night helmet? There's, you sent a picture of you and Teddy in it. That's Hendo's. That's the old gladiator lid. Oh, is it? That's Hendo's. So yeah, it was Hendo's, and he passed it on to. Um, Passed it on to me to use for the juniors for our junior side, and I think so. Were they were giving that out for player of the game. Yeah, you got it. Um, I got a Mex- I, think- I got a sombrero for the gals this season. A <laughs> nice big sombrero, and I uh, got that at the the useless gift exchange at the Walton Christmas. You know. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, it was perfect. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, That's I not think useless the, um, at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've seen the de- some devil stuff on Twitter as well, funny enough, um, some video links. And they doing the same as well, where they, one player passes to the next player yeah. within the room, within the changing room. So when I came over for Wally Knight, Joey Martin did win the helmet and we did get a photo together in the locker room with him wearing it and me topless spray painted as the goat. <laughs> yeah, that happened too. Yeah. Well, I guess that that's a good I think they call it a segue. That segues right into another poster pick was you had the big spread and it said welcome match night sponsor black kite couriers, right? And what that struck a chord with for me was that's what the devils did for me. I showed up for Wally Knight thinking, why the hell are they doing this for me? This is in sick, this is crazy. Like, why did they bring me back? Um, and then when I got there and there's a, I'm up on the screen, it says, welcome back, Wally Knight, whatever. And then they have yeah. all this spread out. And then Todd tells me I can invite whoever was important to me up to the room for drinks <laughs> and food. And he's like, just don't get carried away. And like Hendo was with me and Mo was there and Franny and like to think they did that for me. Um, it's crazy yeah. stuff. Makes you choke, huh? Well, it kind of inspired me to be that guy again and figure out how to get back in hockey right yeah well you're doing that's it. why we're that's why we're here today <laughs> that's why we're here today right so yeah thanks guys sorry i'm yeah. trying to shed boost the storm <laughs> i hope you get it <laughs> they remind me of us okay <laughs> just that just that season <laughs> yeah well the big blue tent and just you yeah. know the the cardiff devil's budget was not what it is now when we were there no. Yeah, it's um, it's times have changed, huh? Yes, come a long way since then. 
Well, and that's why I got a soft spot for the storm. I'd like to see them do well because I saw it happen with us that season. And when you start winning, it can really bring a community together and the rink can really be rocking. And then when yeah. fun is fun and people start chucking chocolate on the ice, and then all of a sudden everybody's having a great time at the rink, you know? Yeah, and it everybody can say it's all to do with Wally. <laughs> no, I have nothing no, to do with it. It's all Wally's fault. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just, I, I just ask what kind of chocolate they like and that they have to earn it, right? They know they got to earn their chocolate, you know? Yeah, of course. Same <laughs> as they got to earn the, the gladiator lid. But I guess uh, one of your other poster picks there was uh, you had Wally, Sam Duggan, Buenos for the boys, shout out for that yes. one. Um, and also Matt Carruth, Twix guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God. Matt Stop Carruth it, yeah. is the shed legend that did start all of this and inspire me now to try and venture elsewhere and make chocolate happen in other places yeah. of the world. But Mac did start all this and he was, he is a gamer. Yeah. He's, he was a great guy, Mac. I didn't know him very, very, very well. I just met him a couple of times at different devil's events, but he was a really good guy. And that night I think was the, I think that was the um, playoff. When they won the playoff. So is that like the uh, night they win it or is that like the day after? I think it was the day after, yeah. Yeah, day after, like a sponsors type thing. And it Guys was, can yeah, be totally but... in one the next day. Like winning is fun, but the next day can get totally <laughs> away from you. When you wake up in the pocket and then give her again, it, it's a recipe for disaster. Sorry, Bietigheim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't mean to. Yeah. Another, and a good, good opportunity to see the players as well, that, that they're enjoying it and that they you know they, they, they got that bit of silverware, which was fantastic. Well, winning puts everybody in a good mood, doesn't it? Yeah, sure does. It's very interesting to me when you watch it from afar, is like when teams win, everything's great and everything's groovy. And then as soon as teams start losing, the fingers start getting pointed, right? And it's like yeah. everybody's going out there and trying. Why you got to start pointing fingers? That's not how you're a team. That's not a team. Yeah. You know, that's not a family. <laughs> If everybody won, everybody would be fighting. Everybody would be getting the same result, wouldn't they? So oh. it, it's a, it's it's one of those teams win, teams lose. They, uh, you know, they all win against teams or lose against teams that you didn't don't think they should lose against. But that's just professional sport. That's the way it is. Oh, it's like the little fellows yesterday when I'm just watching there in the corner is they did play the first playoff game of of the year and it was against their biggest rival the other best team Port Elga and it was a great playoff hockey game and it went to overtime and there you know there was a missed call or two I think Colby would have scored if the goalie didn't trip him uh but then Chase Cosgrove shout out to you big guy from Port Elgin um he did go through a few kids and score top quarter and they won the game 2-1 but it's like some parents were so upset that they had lost and it's like that was a great hockey game. Like yeah. if they won every game, when are they going to learn? <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly. They got to lose. They got to know what losing feels like. You they got to know. Need to. Yeah. yeah. Last yeah. year we lost in a shootout in the finals of silver stick. This year they, <sighs> they remembered finishing second. They knew what to do. Right. And they won this year. They're, they're prepared, aren't they? Oh yeah. They're, 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 they're gamers. They're, they'll be fine. The next game. It was a great hockey game. Right. But you know what? How much fun I have in the shed. You know what I did today? That Chase Costco. I may as well bring this up because I I think I know who's good at hockey. I can tell. I know who's a player within two seconds as soon as I see them skate, move, and talk. Yeah. But um, he's a good player, and he, like you say, you got to lose to get better. It's like he's the other game this season that like my son goes up against a kid where it's like God, this I would pay money to watch these two go at it. 
and uh, <laughs> and I can shed boost whoever I want. And I I'm not meaning to make this guy do really good and beat our team, but <laughs> we they played a regular season game and the kids coming off. And I had a bag with a two ales and hockey tails hat. And I put in the hat. I said, I'm a big fan. Keep up the hard work, Wally. <laughs> and he came off the ice <laughs> and I just threw him the bag. <laughs> and then never said nothing else. And then I just left with Colby and nobody knew I did it. <laughs> and then <laughs> the next time we played them, that little punk scored the tying goal in the last minute <laughs> and then walked out of the arena wearing a two L's and hockey tails hat. <laughs> Thanks, Wally. Yeah. Oopsie. <laughs> Jet boosted the wrong team again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe he's a little bit too premature to give him the cap. <laughs> yeah. Maybe should have waited till after the season, but. I don't know. Yeah. I thought it would be something a kid might remember if a guy did that, right? Uh, definitely remember it. It's obviously given him a boost, haven't it, on that day, well, obviously. Yeah, well, we should have won, but the goalie <laughs> Colby had a wide open net. Goalie dove out and tripped him, you know? What are you going to do? Uh, nightmare. <laughs> it was still a good game, though, right? Yeah. So uh, another poster pick was a Murphy's Draft. Is that your drink of choice? Uh, Guinness, Murphy's, yeah. That was over in... Um... I was over in Belfast on uh, was that was that uh, like a Guinness then a Murphy's? Yeah, it's a, like a it's an ale or a yeah a dark ale, so similar to Guinness. I think that was over in um, Belfast with the uh, Challenge Cup final. Okay, yeah. So you do season. you do travel though, eh? So you'll even go to Belfast for the matches. Oh yeah, I went to Belfast for the night to to watch that and travel back the next day. Isn't it fun though going to different cities and different arenas? Like I, I mean, if you get into hockey and then. Going out for a night in Belfast, I know for a fact is about as fun as it gets. <laughs> oh yeah, we had a. It was only two of us went over, and we saw obviously the the guys and Todd and Katrina and other people there, and you know it was good fun. It, you know we lost, but what one hell of a game! What yeah. a what a hell of a game! But you know it was still good fun to get over and watch it. That arena is just insane. The, the noise. So that would have been the game. Yeah, that would have been last year when I'm the coach of the fellas and we played in a three-on-three hockey tournament for a PD day because I had no school. You had them all at your house to watch it. Right, and but the funny, the best part about it was that's when I had made all the jerseys and I didn't know what I was going to do with them. And um, I was going to su- send them over to the UK, but I still had them all here and I had a team of little fellas in under 11 go out and play in a hockey tournament with two ales and hockey tails jerseys on, and it was the coolest thing ever when you think about that first time coming out and chat with Pigsy in the shed. To turn that into having little fellas rip around with beers yeah. on their chest was just it's hilarious. Pretty cool, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah, we tried to come back and watch that game, and we ended up just having a party, and the kids had a blast, right? Yeah, as long as they enjoyed it. That's right. Yeah. Um, that's, that was when that was. So that's, yeah, that's that game. But yeah, it's mem- memory, right? Um, anyways, yeah, another poster pick is you had, it was the scoreboard. It's a Devils three, Giants zero. Yeah, that was the other week. Was that just, just, just because of that arena and the view there? Is that where you're seated? Yeah, is? I just took a snap on it and that was, that was the view from where I was sitting, I think, or up on the top. So you're always view. sitting in the same spot or no? Yeah. Yeah. Sit, same seat. So then you get to know all your neighbors in that area too? Uh, yeah, there's only one regular guy I speak to, and that's Paul behind me. He, he, it's this guy, he's the only one that I, I regularly, regularly speak to during the match or right. during the game. But then I do know other people down there as well, yeah. 
So it's interesting. I think everybody watches hockey differently. Um, when I'm watching hockey, I don't want to talk to anybody. I go stand at the glass by myself and I see all the other parents stand up there and just chit chat. And it's like, I, I'm so into this game. I don't want to talk to anybody and I don't want anybody to talk to me. So I'll see you after. I don't. I'll, I'll talk to, I'll talk to him or somebody else when there's nothing happening. But I, I, when I'm watching, I don't take my eyes off, off the, off the ice. I just, I just. You're either into with, it or you're not. Yeah. 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 Definitely. You know, you know, you want to see what's going on on the bench and the reactions and yeah. Yeah. A there, play, it's like my wife asked me because she wa- saw me watch games and she's like, why are you always watching the kids like away from the puck? I'm like, well, that's when you're hockeying. <laughs> the kid with yeah. the puck has the puck, but the rest of them have to know how to hockey. Right? You need to see what everybody else is doing. Yeah, yeah. the body language, yeah. everything they're doing, yeah. you know, there's lots to look yeah. at. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And yeah, that's that's the way I watch hockey. That's the way I watch it. Um. Okay, let's see here. Um. So... How did you get into hockey? Just go into the disco then. But like, how? When did you start becoming a fan? And like, you said it was like twelve years old, wasn't it? So yeah, I think it was eighty nine, ninety when I first started watching. Um, I, I'm sure so it was they're 80- only around for three, four years then, eh? Yeah, it was eighty six or eighty seven. I think they started. Eighty six. Yeah, it's on yeah. the hoodie I got. Yeah. Yeah, eighty nine, ninety was when I first the first match I watched. Don't ask me who it was, but I, you know that was when the the first sort of time I was like, "Whoa, what's this game about?" You know, this is this is fun. <laughs> this is I fun. still think there's a lot of opportunity to see the game grow even more in the UK. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. That is. Yeah, I just see in the social media of the teams and the videos they put out now, and how far it's all come from when I was there. It's wild. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, and it that starts with a, a you know that starts with well that doesn't start but an important part of that is about junior development and from a coaching perspective that is a a really important part in the UK is the it's got us that we have to if we want more players to come through and we want more arenas and we want bigger arenas and we want more teams it starts a major part of it is to do with development in the junior system. Well, I think you might see a wave of more hockey players, you'd hope, um, just with what Team GB has done, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. You, you get to see them play the top people in the world, and it's like Matthew Myers is from Cardiff. He's He grew up, yep. born and raised, and he is now playing at the highest level in the highest world level. against the best players in the world, and like in that's neat. Yeah, yeah and the, well, I think we got five players from the Devils. You know, representing GB, which is fantastic. Oh, and people wonder why they're one of my favorite teams. Why I cheer for them when they're playing Team Canada in the World Championships. Yeah. Like, well, Team Canada probably had thirty guys say, "No, I've played enough hockey this year. I don't want to come." Yeah, and they make millions of dollars, and then yeah. Team GB. I have them in my shed. You hear about their interesting minor hockey and how it comes about and how they are where they are, and now they're playing those guys. And, yeah. and competing with the best in the world is wild. And, uh, you know, British players have got to work harder from a younger age to be able to get to a higher, to get to a professional career. And they have to because the, the setup is not the same. And, you know, that's just the way it is. You know, Canada and the States is they've got more rinks, they've got more people, they've got more coaches. But more he people and playing, more, yeah. More people playing. It's a bigger sport. It's a like how sport. many kids in Cardiff would have been Teddy's age group? Oh Christ, thirty odd, thirty odd. We had. At well, one that's point. quite a bit, though. That's more than probably back when I was over yeah, there. Yeah, when right? he was 
when he was sort of 13, 14, he would, they would have been, you know, 30 kids in that, in that age group. And you know, you know what's now, wild over here is how many girls there are playing hockey. So just yeah. here in little Concordon, we have two under nine teams. So it's two ages together, but we got two teams and then Port Elgin, the next town over, that's not much bigger than us has four under nine girls, hockey teams, four of them. That's six. Six six girls teams on the under nines. Wow, that's amazing. Within a half hour here, and that's not many. Like these towns aren't that big, and you're putting together six girls under nine teams. Yeah, there's a lot more exposure to the girls uh, game now as well, isn't there? You know, when you go they on, can actually go places yeah. now too, right? And they yeah. can they, they can make money now. I you know. Yeah, yeah, it's a massive thing. It's a massive thing, and it's good. It's good to see. It is good to see. Um, and man, you can get right into it when you start coaching us, I tell you. Because <laughs> uh, we're going to run amok tonight, folks. Those yeah. other poor girls on the other team, sorry what's about to happen to you tonight. You know? I don't know what's coming. <laughs> no. We're coming out Highway 21 and we are going to run a muck. Sorry about it. <laughs> uh, okay. Next poster pick I did ask about was there is some heavy machinery that was getting moved around. What's that about? Like construction machinery. Um, oh, um, telehandlers. Yeah. So uh, telehandlers. That That's what Baz was. Telehandlers. Yeah. So they, yeah, big long things like huge, ginormous forklift truck type things. So that's, um, the wagon that you can see that that's on. That's a, a specialized vehicle. And that's that. It gives you an idea of the stuff that my business, our business, does. Yeah. Right. Well, let's we, talk about that since you are the shed sponsor. We haven't really dotted any eyes or crossed any t's. <laughs> but uh, like, how, how many people do you have? How many trucks do you have? How big of a thing are we doing here? Uh, so you, we got access to over six thousand vehicles across the UK and Europe. Six thousand. Yeah. yeah. So, and the majority of those are, are sort of. Up so to you gotta have to have six thousand drivers then. Yeah, so we got access to all uh, uh, up to uh, just over six thousand. Yeah, it's a it's a lot of vehicles. That is a lot. And of they vehicles. all they work off a platform, so they have they can get access to work via their platform on a mobile phone or a device. Right, basically. it pops up and says you got to get here to pick up this. But yeah, all the job details go straight over, and that's why following on from there, that's why we are able to guarantee a collection within sixty minutes. Yeah, I saw that. Thing. That's crazy. So you have yeah. to be big enough then to be able to pull that off because 60 minutes isn't very long. No, it's not. No, when, when We've you been in the shed email, for 60 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there you are. So when an email comes through or the phone goes and, you know, what you need, yes, 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 give me the details and bang, you know, you, you've lost 15 minutes by the time you've tried to organize it. So realistically, it's probably 45 minutes. Um, so yeah, and it just pops through, and then you got driver that many drivers out there, they can get there that quick. Yeah, so we got um we got guys working in the in the office. Uh, one of them, Jake. Shout out to Jake because I can shout out because I'm on a podcast. You, you definitely can. Just like shout out to my favorite fan in the league, Jake in Manchester. Yeah. Thanks for yeah. being a shed guy, buddy, and being head of marketing. <laughs> yeah, so uh, our Jake, he'll um he'll have access to all the the vehicles on a mapping system, so to speak. So they're all GPS tracked. So we'll be able to see what vehicle, what driver, all the details on that, on that, exactly where in the country and what the state of their load is. So if they've currently got something on board, if they haven't got something on board or if they're about to deliver, and then you just match it up and send the information, it's done. Yeah. 
That was quite um, easy. There's a lot more to it. Than no, that. there's well to have the system set up that way. Right. And people yeah. probably wonder how I have time to do this on my lunch hour. And it's like, well, I'm salary. I, I, I given her all the time and I have, but I have, a, I've set up a team. I've set up a machine of great yeah. people that have a great culture yeah. that my machine is set up and it works correctly. So um, we yeah. can talk on lunch hour and everything will be good. Right. Cause the machine works. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Teamwork makes the dream work. It, it really does. And having, like I like to call them as shed gals and guys working yeah. for you is like, yeah. if I have a team of, people i trust and know what they're about and know their character it's pretty simple to do it yeah it, it's hard to get there you know you've got to go through a lot of businesses that's the way business is when you when you start something up and you want to continue it on it, it's hard you know it, it it is it's stressful it's tough but it's, and it's, it's tough building a culture it. too right it's the same like Possibly. taking over a hockey team and trying to build a culture right no difference no difference at all it's exactly the same everybody's got a role to play Everybody's got to go in the same direction. And, you know, there's people at the top that have got to make sure that the rest of the people down the line get it and deliver. Yeah. So then um, keep calm couriers. That, yeah. Did you start that? Yeah. So How did you start that? I know how I started the shed. How do you start something that ends up getting this big? <laughs> so I was, um, I was freelance at the time working in a different industry and, um, I was freelance, so the, the work was coming and going, and it wasn't enough work. And I had a family uh, family friend who worked in haulage, so trucks and stuff like that. And um, we were chatting one day at a family party, and he, I was saying, look, I'm trying to find something which is flexible, and I can do either part-time or full-time or work for myself and don't know what to do. And he said, oh, he said there's um, – what you should do, he said, is have a look at this courier industry – because it was becoming big then, 16, 2016, 17, and 18. It was becoming really big. And I said, all right, okay. Did a bit of research, went out, bought a van, got a couple of contacts to try and get some work from. And it, I started it on my birthday in 2017 on my own. With one, and, tr- um, with one truck. One van, one tiny small van, just delivering like small parcels and stuff around the country, just bombing around the country and then bombing over Europe and bombing back and just crazy. Just her. Yeah, just trying to do something to try and make something work. And after a while, I I realized that it had legs, so to speak. And um, I got a, a break within TV and like, film. Like when you see a kid wearing a two L's and hockey tail shirt across yeah. the world or you see chocolate thrown on the ice of Manchester, you're like... Oh my gosh, this thing has legs. <laughs> yeah, that's it's got legs, literally. Yeah. And um it kind of went from there. And I had a break in TV and film with a uh, a friend that I knew from the industry. And um she said to me, shout out to Cheryl. Um, she said to me, Oh, what are you doing now? And I said, Oh, I'm doing this. She was like, Oh wow, we need a courier all the time because we got stuff moving around for the production that we were working on. Gave my contact number. And it just kind of went from there. I just concentrated on service and being able to grow the business and never say no, you know. Never say no. That's got to be hard, though. Never say no. Never. If a customer needs something, you don't say no. You just get it done. Whichever way you need to, you just get it done. Have <laughs> you got a vehicle that size? No problem. Put the phone down. Right, who do Figure I call now? But you, yeah. you get it done. Because if you I don't, do know, I do know. Um, if you it's... don't, 
they'll go to the next guy and that's the way it works. Yeah. We're all replaceable. So then you went from one truck and then the the net that must have been a big day when you started, like because you say you start on your birthday and you're trying to make it work and life is the day you started hiring employees and getting more trucks, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. You know, it was a, a process where as the work came in, it was reaching out to people that I could thought I could trust to start working. So they would, you know, say, look, you know, come over and invest and you'd have to purchase your own vehicle because I haven't got the money to buy you a vehicle or insure it or whatever else. But the work's there. Here's an example of it. And drivers started coming over and it just kind of snowballed from there. It just kind of snowballed. Right, and so they have their own. They would have their own van or vehicle, and then that's how they have their own van and vehicles. But now we provide the van and vehicles and all the insurances and everything else for the drivers that we have. So yeah, it's um, it's good. We're, it must it must be fun to watch something grow like that, right? When you put yourself out there and like I'm gonna go do this, right? Yeah, definitely. It's um, as I said earlier, it's it's hard. It's stressful. It, business is like that, but. If if you know your end goal and where you want to get to and the results that you want from it, then you you keep on pushing forward. And if you know, look, you, you know you you are a good hockey player. Pro pro hockey players know they're good hockey players. They know that they can score goals. I was I I know that I can I can score goals. I can do things in in my industry, and it's is no difference. You right, know, there's no difference. I no difference. Uh, yeah, it's. I guess it's like uh, starting this and knowing I just wanted to do it and gosh, I'd get up at 5am to talk to people. I I'd stay up till late hours to talk to people. Yeah. I just know I want to do it and that I love it. And yeah. uh, then when you see like the shit that can go on from talking yeah. to people in your shed, yeah. it could, it, it, it's something right. But, and, and all of this comes down to one thing, then is if you, if you've got the passion to do it, if you've got a passion to do something, you you will get it done. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Because um, there ain't no money in it. <laughs> I And it's the same like it was in hockey. Um, I think it's different for everybody, but I still remember the very first day that when I got to Syracuse and I got my first paycheck for playing hockey because like mm. university, they'd pay for your university and you'd get like enough to buy some food. But we didn't like get paid. And then I never had got paid. And then I got to Syracuse and then I go play hockey mm. and they actually gave me money. And I was like, so I just got paid to like so do what check. I've always loved. And like, I never have needed to get paid to do this. And now they're going to pay me. I was like, what is your motivation that starts you? Right. And now <laughs> circle around, look at what's happened now. Full, full <laughs> <Right>? circle. <laughs> Oh man, something else. Uh, another thing I got to bring up though, as we talk about girls hockey and how much it's grown is I got to shout out the Cardiff Comets. Um, they sent me a photo of all the buenos for the gals that they were picking up after a devil's match, but the Cardiff Comets are getting the buenos. So I'm thinking the buenos are going to be for the gals. Cause come the near the end of my season, I'm going to have on my squad and, um, you know, we may as well get a rocking that the Buenos are now for the card of Comets, right? If yeah, anybody goes to a Comets game, don't forget your Buenos, right? Got the Buenos, they're a good bunch of girls, they're good players. 
Yeah, I, I I don't recall seeing a girls team when I was over there play. I remember the sledge hockey was always after the games. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think that still happens down there. Yeah, I still think that happens. They'd be playing after every game in the big blue tent. There'd be a sledge hockey game go out. Yeah, I've seen a load of the sleds in the in the kit room somewhere. Um, but you're Yorkies and Galaxy, right? Yeah, at the moment I am. <laughs> Um, okay, well, so you did say when your dad was playing, though, you were like the water boy, like kit guy, eh? So you you were just a rink rat at the rink all the time, and you've just always tried yeah. to be around the rink then. Rink rat, he used to play, he was a netminder, and you know, we used to, I used to go away on the on the Sunday, travel on the bus, or go to a home game, and then you know, I'd be the kid there, like screaming and shouting, go, 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 you know, and then it was. Like oh, go and fill up the water because you go in early with your dad, so there's nobody else there, and then um, you do the water, and then then you'd end up on the in the corner of the bench, and you'd be watching the bench now it play, and then you know then you'd be say uh, somebody would be saying to you go and get my skates sharpened by somebody, and yeah, just yeah, just fun. You're to just be around. a part of it, yeah. You're a part. Yeah, of it. just fun to be around. I, I didn't know necessarily much about hockey then. I kind of knew, but I didn't know everything about it, but it was really good to be around, you know? Well, it is really good to be around. Um, I never really put a lot of the pieces together, I don't think, until of what I've been doing nowadays with the kids. And, mm -hmm. like, when you've gone through it and you know the impact it can have on kids, the little things you can do to make someone's day. And, like, Most definitely. but then when we lost all this hockey um, during all the baloney there, was like mm. um it brings communities together like i'm at the rink almost every night and i'm seeing a lot of the same people you're going to mm. hotels with people you're actually yeah. getting to know the other parents and the kids are actually getting to know each other and actually becoming like brothers for life and the, i yeah. can't wait to take my girls to a tournament i think it's going to be a game changer for their love of hockey i think yeah. we're growing it already but i think going to a hotel with a pool and playing hockey a couple days yeah. times a day it will change everything yeah definitely and it, you know it is a it's a fantastic sport for kids to play it's a fantastic sport for for them to get involved in and you know it it's just great to be able to like as parents or whatever else it's great to also be involved and you get you make friends you go away places you know you have fun and yeah it's great it's a really good thing to do well, I did. I mean, you end up with like a hockey family, right? It's like, yeah, uh, exactly. Shed family. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It could be a pretty powerful thing, folks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I'm not sure what else more I got. Do you got anything for me? Yeah. Oh. What do you do in King Cardin? What do you mean? Like, well, what work? do you do now? Apart from the shed. Yeah. Oh, I'm, uh, Apart from a shared a coach, a dad, and a husband, um, <laughs> I'm an engineering technical supervisor at a global heat treatment company. Um, I have a team of right now of four, um, who we we basically cover all day. We're on call all the time. I always have someone on call ready to do it. Uh, yeah. We are a service company, so when people need something done, just like yourself. We when they say jump, we say, well, how high? Where <laughs> what you want us to yeah. do? Um, so we provide the drawings of how to do the heat treatment. People may call me now a subject matter expert in the industry. <laughs> um, 
but uh, that's what I've been doing. I started, I, as I call them, shed guys. The way it all fell into place when I moved to a new town, um, I met the right people, and I work for yeah. shed guys. And yeah. uh, the big dog, the CEO, um, Norm MacArthur, is he's just like me he's like if we were the same age we'd be best of friends and i think it's so neat that when we go in we do our business chats and then it turns into like geez it'd be like an episode in the shed and it's hilarious and we and i like he knows i will do whatever it takes and they come first and uh um that they've never said anything to me about doing this that we have discussed it um i've had people on from the company and he said, it looks like you're having fun. Um, like, I I know you're going to get the job done for me. And he knows I'm on his team and I am and I'll do anything. So that's yeah. what I do on top cool. of the other stuff. I don't know if anybody's asked you before on the pod, so I thought I'd ask you. Well, yeah, it's 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 a small like we do work in the UK, too. Right. So we're superheatfgh.folks.com. And uh, okay. we do have a shop in the UK. And we, I do drawings for stuff over there. I do estimating and stuff. And uh, yeah. yeah, so we are global. And uh, if you need any heat treatment done, folks, you yeah. know, you we don't have a Wally 15 code yet, but <laughs> maybe we should. <laughs> Tell your boss, if you need anything moving around the country, I'm your man. <laughs> right. And that could, that could be a thing, right? You, you know? never know. Yeah. People, people knowing people, it's a thing. <laughs> it's Most not people. that big of a world, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, well, uh, uh, anyways, all else I got is uh, that the Jersey Raffle, aleshockeytails.com, folks. Get your tickets and help uh, the Batchy fund, I guess. the It goes to Batchy for do it for celebrating Batchy. That's what it's for. Testimonial you know? time. It's going to be yeah. a good one. We are going to run amok, folks. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be exhausting. <laughs> It'll be fun. <laughs> but fun is fun, right? Yeah, definitely. How many games? Is it just the one game he's doing? I, I, I'm just showing up with a good attitude and a smile on my face. He yeah. can just tell me how to play. I think he's doing cool. two teams with a draft and having one game like that. Okay. I That'd do be believe. Cool. Um, we'll see how low I get drafted uh my conditioning is not what it once was but then again it was never that great so <laughs> everybody knows what to expect <laughs> and this has been another episode of zero ales and hockey tales with arcs and wally some people clap on one and three some people clap on the two and four. Some people don't join at all because they got no rhythm, and that's all right. Some people, they drink too much. Some people don't drink enough. Some people are just like me. I hope y'all forgive them. I'm like Scott, I'm trying to go.